After arriving in the Not-Formians camp underground, the crew was taken to an elderly Sheeran who was tending to a clutch of eggs belonging to their captors. After a fireside chat about the way things are, it seemed like what the Not-Formians need is some help. Uh, the next morning, you were all going to uh, reconvene with everyone and get the ball rolling, but the night has uh, worn on, even though you're underground. So Lemon took first watch after having some words of suspicion around this entire ordeal with Tally, which I really liked as a side note. That was a real fun moment for me. Um, so Lemon, you took the first watch. Nothing happened. Fortinbras and Koof took the second watch and let you rest. And we're just going to push ahead a few hours. And everyone wakes up mechanically refreshed. Oh, oh. Oh, I feel so good now. Good. <laughs> uh, I, I don't... The, the exact sleeping uh, positions isn't entirely important. But all of you waking up, uh, if you look around, you see idly munching on yet more prepared sea serpent Kodai the elderly Sheeran is already up and tending to the eggs and I didn't do a very good job of painting the picture of this little cavern you were all holed up in but it's it's uh, about 15 by 20 feet about 10 feet high there was a small crackling campfire still going uh, what they're using for fuel no one has deduced yet hey that's kind of a play on words that's for later um, these, the eggs are about, uh, two feet tall and, or two feet long and a ruddy brown and arranged around the fire. And, uh, judging by the way Kodai is moving around, he seems to have a system in place to provide optimal incubation. Looking around, you see that you have, uh, more roommates, uh, a pair of elderly Yusoki lay embracing each other, speaking softly to each other in Akatonian. On the other side of the fire, a uh, disheveled young human male sits up, definitely in need of a shower. Uh, he groans as he stands up. Outside the little chamber you all rested in, groups of the smaller Notformians are milling around back and forth, already starting their day. And a pair of middle-sized insectoid aliens the kind of medium version of this, uh, are flanking a grizzled Vlaka speaking to Fortinbras. What is a Vlaka exactly? A Vlaka is an anthropomorphic dog boy. Oh, okay. For the dog race. Oh, uh, okay, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, more more closely wolf race. Uh, uh, Carol, how about you fill uh, the listeners and players in on a little more about the Vlaka? I... I don't know anything about him, so don't ask me. Okay, that's fine. All right, I mean, uh, DJ. I like to share. I want to share, but, you know, Lord info dump things. Like Vlaka are a fairly common race. They're not as popular as the Sheerans or humans, but you know, you you see them around. DJ, you want to give us a little info I actually dump? Don't, I actually wow. don't know that much. Yeah, I mean, honest, I'm not. I mean, canine humanoids from Lajok. A cold, doomed planet in the past. Thank you, Eric. That's exactly right. The, no they problem. are they stand standard human humanoid size, uh, typically kind of husky, Siberian, or otherwise. Uh, I haven't gone like, oh, they have this one has a pug face because <laughs> I'm not that evil. 
uh, but they can be whatever dog race. If anyone wants to make one, that's fine. Uh, one of the key things about them, and I don't know what shoonies are. Is that some weeb shit? <laughs> pug people from... Oh, really? Okay, so they can't be pugs. Thank you. Uh, so these are more of a... a, a I don't know. I don't know how to... Not flat-faced dog races. Uh, so more wolf than dog. How about that? Uh, maybe yeah, the shoonies are fair. around. Uh, so the Vlaka are from the uh, vast world of La Jacques, as Eric so expertly pronounced. They uh, Their world is in dire straits, so they sent out people to uh, appeal to the packed worlds and other uh, civilizations, societies, about helping them find a new home. Uh, a biological neat thing about the Vlaka, and you can clearly see on this one's if anyone were to look over at him, uh, they typically are either born blind or born deaf. And mechanically, they are given uh, senses to kind of compensate for that. But you look over, and this, this one has a bit of a white fur going on, really disheveled. Um, but you can see that their eyes are milky white as they are having a, a discussion in front of you all. Uh, I'm just going to listen, kind of eavesdrop. What, what are, are they, they discussing? Yeah, what are they saying? Yep, yeah, yeah. You're in a cavern, acoustics are a thing, and you just hear them, uh, more or less, Fortin Brass is filling this Vlaka in who you'll know from the notes as uh, Gustavo, the captain of this uh, little expedition. And Fortinbras is just discussing, you can hear him talk about you, your arrival on the planet, how uh, he got the jump on you. And uh, you all discussed what was going on, uh, the journey down to the, <laughs> the journey down to this little cave system and uh, Gustavo's looking intently, not really adding much to the conversation, but uh, he looks over and sees that he has a bit of an audience. How? What's that? Like 30 seconds ago, you said he was blind. Yeah. No, he was talking about how they grow up. This one's blind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fair he enough. He has milky white eyes, and then you said that he looks Fair. over and sees he has an audience. Hmm, suspicious, Don. Hmm. <laughs> I know. Son of a bitch. Must be telepathic <laughs> or something. Uh, well, the blind ones have blind sense, smell. The deaf ones have blind sense, vibration. I don't have the stat block right in front of me. So the the, the uh, welcome, my friends. I am Captain Gustavo Rumer. Good morning. Yes. Uh, I am I am Tally. The this one here is Lemon. Rasha. Yeah. And That is us. We just got here last night. Yes, I was tending to urgent matters with the hive mother. Uh Fortune Brass was telling me of your journey and I thank you all for making your way to this planet. Uh, however, Interrupted it may be. The Hive Mother has sent me collect you to speak to you personally. 
where she can speak on her missteps. Are you all rested? Do you need anything? That? Coffee. Please tell me, for the love of God, you have coffee. This is a good point. Um... Let me just check one tiny thing that's a zero-level spell that Technomancers have. Make coffee? <laughs> uh, token spell, basically. Cre create, destroy coffee? Token spell. <laughs> no. Uh, at this, Fortinbras... Make something taste like coffee? Yeah, I'm that's fine. I with destroy coffee. Destroy coffee. I'm good yeah. with that. Right. So Fortinbras uh, goes over to, uh, you know, th there were kind of uh, earthen stoneware cups and bowls from the uh, delicious meal of spore paste and seared serpent uh, takes one of the bowls of water uh, you see uh, a, a holy symbol of triune glow on the chest of Fortin Brass and uh, suddenly the strong smell of a delicious dark roast of coffee fills the cavern I don't, I don't know coffee. That smells so wonderful. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, even the Vlaka could help you find it, because uh, it's very strong, because otherwise it was kind of a musty, dank uh, cavern before. But uh, he passes around bowls. Uh, he pours the contents. And uh, Brasha, you going to take a sip? Uh, sip is a strong term, but yes. He will definitely drink. <laughs> By the it, way, it's that brood. It's uh, it's the eel that's brood. Yeah, that's fine. It's not. It tastes like coffee. Yeah, it's it just <laughs> tastes like coffee. Uh, you know what? And he casts energy ray on one of the bowls, so it's hot as well. I, <laughs> you know, I at the mention, it, too. it does. Uh, I know. I was just looking at the spell list at the same time. I just thought it was goofy. Uh, so yeah, you you anyone that wait, wants wait. it. Hold mm -hmm. on. At Please. the mention of the maybe being eels and after a conversation last night mm -hmm. about my suspicions about the food, mm -hmm. I kind of look at it again. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll pa I look at it, see if it looks like there's no. ground you, up you, serpent in it. Yeah, no, no, no. You straight up saw Fortin Brass walk over to a bowl of water and you saw okay. him cast his magic. Yeah, there is no eel in this. Uh, there okay, is eel of plenty. I will gratefully okay. start uh, Okay. The uh, the elderly Sheeran is just just going to town on it. Um, he just it's like jerk. He's just like idly eating it as he you know he'll he'll shift an egg ninety degrees, take a few steps back, tweak it another fifteen, and he's he's completely absorbed in this. He doesn't he's not really paying attention to all of this. Um, the the Isoki pair. Uh, smelling it, you you see the little rat folk noses go up, and uh, they they come over, you know, grabby hands at the ready, and they're um, they uh, they think Fort and Brass and uh, go go back to a corner to themselves. Akim, I haven't heard much from you. Are you partaking in the morning beverage? Beverage. Uh, he was probably pretty fine up until the Vlaka came in and was like, I'm taking you to the brood mother. And then he probably Hive Mother. Or Hive Mother, sorry. Um and was probably kinda started acting 
he's not very good at deceiving, so he probably started acting a little funny, and he's just like making sure his back wall constantly. Um, he'll he'll have he'll he'll have food, but he's not talking a lot. Okay, cool. Uh, that's fine. That's totally fair. Uh, Lemon, how about you? I haven't heard much from you yet. Um, Lemon will not partake in the coffee. Um, actually, okay. can token spell make food? Uh, no. I think it performs simple magic things. Minor changes once cast enables you to perform simple magic effects for an hour. Uh, minor and severe limitations slowly lift items, alter items, the coloring, cleaning, soiling, cooling, warming, and flavoring of them. You can create small objects, but they look artificial and are extremely fragile. They can't be used as tools or weapons, and they can illuminate an object to shed dim light. Well, that's up to you. I'm just asking. <laughs> it, no, no, it can't, I just read it. It can't yeah, take yeah. the powers of higher level spells, which uh, create food and drink. Is there a create food and drink? I've never seen it actually in Starfinder. Nope. Oh, that's a Not one. yet. Uh, nope. I'll um, I can look that up. Paizo, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, control F, food. No, there's not a food spell. Um, but th there's, 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 you don't have to eat the serpent if you don't want to. Uh, there were rations brought down with you, and uh, I kind of hand wave some things like rations. So, you know, there is stuff to eat that's not serpent if everyone is, if anyone is leery about it. The there is no crate food or water. Vegan. Uh, the, it's not yes, vegetarian, the but it's vegan. That's correct. <laughs> Unless they were harvesting it off of living spores. Sentient spores. Well, Maybe there's no, a spore it, race down here and they're grinding it up like Toad from... What's that? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Lemon will actually forego any uh, food at this time. Okay. Uh, he's not opposed to fasting a little bit. <clears throat> you know what? That was the thing I was going to ask you about because I knew you spoke uh, in our uh, Carol DJ Don episode where we talked about your characters that he does uh, observe fasting. So cool. That's that's good. Um, I'm not that kind of guy that's going to give you penalties. I feel like people can skip a meal. I know I could. Um, I don't know why I'm insulting myself. Well, Lemon will ask uh, the the individual's name again. What did he introduce himself as again? Gustavo Rumer, Captain Gustavo, Captain mm -hmm. Gustavo. Okay, so Captain Rumer, <clears throat> Captain Rumer. Um, it, I am honored to meet you. Um, I am assuming you were the captain that uh, landed the ship on this uh, uh, planet and began the expedition. I am the captain of the ship, but, and he points at his face, not the pilot. Fortune Brass over there was our pilot. He did the landing, but yes, I headed the expedition. And he uh, puts his hand out to uh, shake. I will shake it. Okay. Um, and while he's, while I'm looking at him, I would like to just get a general read of his health. Like, sure, yeah, yeah. how Medicine does he appear? Or... Uh, he... He uh, he appears to be a little frazzled. Uh, give me, you know, just a cursory look over. Uh, he's genial. 
Uh, he doesn't seem to be malnourished or mistreated. He has no obvious wounds on him. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Uh, he's just kind of even keel at this moment. Well, well, it's hard to gauge his mental state, obviously, since I just started speaking with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that feet or whatever. Yeah. Let's see. Medicine mm-hmm. uh, is a 25. Oh, he looks fine. Uh, he, you know, the, the kind of flyaway hair, he hasn't bathed. None of them have really bathed in a while. Um, he doesn't seem to be uh, holding any part of his body in any sort of damaged way. He seems to be uh, physically fit. I will, uh, so I will ask him, <clears throat> Captain uh, Ramirez. That was right, right? Ramirez. Rumer. Rumer, sorry. Rumer. What were you discussing with the Hive Mother? Well, she is the one orchestrating all of this. I'm a bit of a go-between. I'm not really fitted to do some of the work that's also being done, but I've been in connection with her. And we've been exchanging. Exchanging. Uh, Information. Uh, They are a far-removed species. They do not know of our packed worlds, nor the Vescarium, nor any sentient life forms that I am aware of. Yes, it was sounding like they were quite isolated. Yes. Uh, she can give you all more information, but I simply gave her basic rundown of the Pact Worlds, our mission, my people's mission, and we've bonded a bit over that. Let's see. And you have been treated well, and your people have been treated well? Yes. Uh, she can go into more detail, but these people are used to a much more lax sense of identity. So the suggestion spells that were cast, the mind altering is a faux pas, but it was regrettable. Uh, I would like to do a sense motive on that. Sure. Oh no! Uh, That's going to be a total of 17. Uh, He is being very diplomatic right now. Uh, 17, that's about all you can get from it. Uh, You don't get any, he's not concealing anything, but he is definitely being, uh, choosing his words uh, as neutrally as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. see um well yes um i'm sure that we would all like to meet this hive mother and understand the situation better and if there is any concern as to being mistreated further she simply needs our help these people need our help to protect themselves uh once we have been given every assurance that once we have finished we will be requested to leave the planet but left entirely unharmed 
All right, then. Well, when you are ready, and when we are all ready, and I'll look at the others um, imbibing whatever they're imbibing, um, I believe we can go see her. Okay. I, I take out the little uh, hip flask that I carry, <laughs> and I, I pour a little in the coffee. Perfect. I love oh, it. Like a, whatever the equivalent of Irish coffee is. Uh, I feel like it's something Acatonian. It's called it's called uh it's called um alcoholic coffee. <laughs> That's what? Wow. So Okay, well we won't get sued by any brands for that, so thanks for that, DJ. Uh <laughs> Koof and Sig have been uh sitting they they've like I said last episode, uh Koof and I'm going to keep saying this cuz it's like I I I hope I'm getting it across. Koof fucking hates Sig. So wherever Sig is, you know that Koof is as far as reasonably away from him as possible. Uh, they're both looking at them, at, at all of you. Uh, Koof, little, you know, grumpy-ass face, uh, is sitting there just, he's he still has a weapon. Sig was not allowed to bring a weapon down with him. So Sig looks a little more fearful than you've seen him in the last few days, but uh, they they are both still here, and I don't want, you know, anyone to be overlooked. But yeah, uh, Gustavo will start heading out and the uh, two medium-sized not-formians uh, head out, uh, following closely behind. Is there anything anyone wants to do before we push on? Do, do, do the, uh, what are they, hobgoblins, do they drink mm -hmm. coffee? Do they drink the coffee? Koof drinks it like he's doing a keg stand sig uh <laughs> sig is kind of savoring the warmth of it a bit more but he does drink it okay then okay. i was just curious no no that's good thank you please feel free i i, I definitely don't want to be the guy that like completely ignores the other bodies that are all following you so please feel free to interject with anything eric uh yeah real quick am i still under the effect yes uh okay. after you all slayed the sea serpent um <laughs> you you were all supposed to be snapped out of it because you you did fulfill the help us uh command uh but brasha chose to uh see that killing a huge sea serpent didn't technically count so yes you oh actually hold up actually no you woke up and uh you woke up with the the spell had ran out and, and uh you realized actually you tell me what do you realize when you wake when you woke up um so i think he wakes up as if he's hung over Okay. Uh, like his his head's just pounding. His vision's a little bit blurry, and he's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Uh, hence the immediate desire for coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, and now that he's like, "Oh, we're going to," because at first he was like, "Okay, let's go get fixing things. That's what we're doing here, right? Fixing." Wait, no, hold on. And then they start talking about meeting the hive mother. Mm -hmm. Hive mother, hive mother, hive mother, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, yes, let's meet this hive mother, let's see what yeah. she's all about. And he Queen, like, Queenie, you know, <laughs> the, the 
the big uh, uh, hoorah, you know. I'd big hoorah. The big uh, cheese. <laughs> he does the little, like, lapel flick on his, oh. uh, his clothing, and it dresses up into just the dumbest-looking tuxedo. Um, like... Like her character <laughs> art? No, no, no. Like, this is a legitimate tuxedo with a okay. top hat, uh, like, long tails mm-hmm. uh, on black. the coat. Yeah, black. That, it actually has... That's uh, so a millennial ago. It, <laughs> yeah, that, it makes it look even dumber then. Uh, which is perfect. <laughs> it's like a black uh, tuxedo shirt too, with a white tie and a oh. white one. And he Somebody. goes, hey, "Let's meet this uh, hive monkey." Quick, a... somebody turn him into a monkey so he can be a monkey. Uh... Is that weep <laughs> shit? Monkey suit? Yeah, that's what uh, they okay, call it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I, I, no, yeah, you're right. I was. <laughs> That's I an have, old have, term, man. I'm old. Yeah, I know. I, mean. I just I, for the last like six hours, I've had weep shit as like my go-to insult. So that's <laughs> that's that's my bad. Uh, so yeah, that's what you look like. God, you're such you, a weeb. Right? Uh, <laughs> that's what you look like. Very nice. Uh, you you have that. Uh, what's the what's the item that lets you do that? Uh, it's my configurable clothing. Reconfigurable that's, clothing, sorry. That's it. Okay, so yeah, uh, start heading off. Uh, Akim? He's, uh, Akim is staying near the back of the group. Okay. And he wants to, like, kind of just be watching everything as, sure. as they're passing. Okay, uh, so that's fine. And please, if you have, like, private thoughts or you know like things that they don't hear but Occam's thinking please interject and you know make sure that's known because uh, I, I I get I get where Occam is coming from with this but I also want to remind you you have uh, the shard of Karina with you so if there's anything Karina wise you want to do um yeah I'll use my neural link to my helmet to talk to mm-hmm. uh, to talk to her mm-hmm and, and that's basically uh, telepathy, right? There's essentially because okay. uh, we can communicate with. I, I can communicate with computers. She's in my helmet, which is what I'm linked to most of the time. Okay, so, just yep. Just wanted to make sure I um, paint the picture accurately. Hey Karina, keep an eye on things we're passing. Uh, see if you notice any weird tunnels or exits. Any place where we could hide if we need to. You get hit by that spell too? No, of course not. I, I'm a AI construct. I am immune to such things. No, these people seem to go to drastic measures for help, and they seem to be cut off. I'm very curious about these. I I cross-referenced what knowledge was in my databanks, and I can't find this configuration of insectoid aliens anywhere in any of my archives. So I am as interested in what they are as you are interested in getting the hell out of here. I find how cozy the uh, people were originally here to help. 
seem to be about essentially being stuck down here with no chance of escape. It remains to be seen, Akim. They may just want to help as well. They're explorers, remember? Being not so fine and good, but I don't trust it. You don't trust anything, Akim. That's not true. It's basically true, Akim. <laughs> when your droid back sasses you. <laughs> well, I've, I've been listening back, and like Ak- Karina is supposed to be a distinct personality, and yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm doing her justice as well. Uh, absolutely. It, it's, it's funny. He's, he's just probably and- taken a bit aback by that. And and also a little, a little bit behind the curtain when Akim was telling me about Karina, I was like, okay, what kind of personality? And I went back through the search uh, messages. So she th- that is her. I'm not like being weird with it. Like this is what he wanted, and uh, this is what he's getting. There. So uh, yeah, that all of you uh, go for. You wanted a strong, independent woman. <laughs> and don't need no man or other. Well, woman. technically, technically she does because she's not. Uh, she's technically his class feature. Technically, I don't have a class no. feature. No, no. Oh wait, that's right. You're not a mechanic. Never mind. I keep thinking no, mechanic. No, yeah, yeah. No, technically, he's no. just okay. uh, something. Yeah, she don't need no for. man. Yeah, she don't need no man. Um, yeah. Which I think we can all aspire to. <laughs> uh, so Gustavo, the the pair of not formians, uh, head off. Uh, give me uh, just a, a general marching order. I know Akim be... and the other hobgoblins are uh, kind of hanging back a few paces. Well, I think... Other oh, hobgoblins. I'm not a hobgoblin. I'll actually I mean... take point. I don't mind. Uh, unless oh, the captain wants to. Brasha is definitely leading this. Okay. Oh, you want to go first? Fine, I'm right behind I do, him. I do stand next to Brasha, and I kind of, like, whisper... I, yeah. Brasha, I, I, say to, I say to you um, in a lower voice, do not do anything foolish, please. We do have a lot of people to consider here. I lean to him and in a perfectly normal voice say, first of all, they're telepathic, so whispering's not going to help much. <laughs> Second of all, I have never done anything foolish in my life. Uh, sense motive. Wait a minute. Yeah, can I, yeah, yeah no, can uh, I, I, I don't know if I need to make this. You don't. <laughs> really? I uh, never did anything for you, right there. Uh, that that's a twenty-two, and wow. also um, you don't understand telep- uh, telepathy that uh, much, do you? You have to intend to say it. <sighs> You're thinking of invasive reading minds. I mean, are you certain that we're not constantly telepathically linked to them because of proximity? I I'm right behind Shit. you guys. I and doubt I- it. I actually, I'm right behind you guys, and I'm actually going to say, I'm actually going to say, I'm like, you know, I did wonder if we were taught, you, women and I talked about, and about our concerns about this, and now we're being, you know, that we're being invited to see the queen. I mean, that, that did cross my mind. Could she telepathically eavesdrop on us in all our conversation? My guess would be yes. I mean, maybe she was going to see us anyways, you know, because we just got here. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible she can hear us. I mean, 
you know, that she is somehow sort of telepathically linked to all of us or just in general because we got here I mean maybe we're being called forward because we just got here or maybe it has something to do with the conversation that Lemon and I had uh, where we shared our concerns uh, about this place so I mean I hope I'm not being paranoid that's why I had the conversation with Lemon last night because I'm not sure I'm being paranoid or if there's a reason for it. I think having caution is fine but uh, you get too far into the paranoid side you're going to end up like okay I say as I lower my voice for that part only (laughs) I kind of I kind of giggle at that I I just whisper into our arm into the armor radio Mm -hmm. Russia you're an idiot Oh no, Akim's telepathic too! <laughs> you know you know you left you left your microphone, right? I do sir. I can hear your phone. <laughs> just, just kidding. Are you guys in group chat? Uh uh com group chat? Or was that a private message, Akim? Actually I think they'd still hear it because he doesn't <laughs> You haven't said yeah, you have I, I was just mumbling anything. into it while Brosh is being loud as fuck. So okay, cool. But, so that uh, that but, yeah. <laughs> so all of this is happening while you walk. Uh, Akim, the 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 hobgoblins are following a couple paces behind you, and you're all making your way. And the tunnels are kind of what they seem, what they've been. Uh, it's it goes for several minutes. It's all kind of the same. People milling around. You see the Isoki and Fortinbras kind of go to an area where you saw the uh, the male Isoki before, but uh, there's already a crew kind of chipping away at a tunnel, and uh, they kind of get to work doing that. Kodai, the uh, elderly Sheeran, stayed behind, obviously, um, and this passes for several minutes as you go deeper into this uh, deeper into this cave system. Oh, uh, and the uh, the human. Uh, the scruffy human kind of follows you for a while, but then breaks off and goes to another area, and uh, he hasn't said a whole lot. He's just kind of sullen, uh, but uh, I kind of dropped the ball on him. <laughs> I went to my notes and I saw his name. Uh, his name is Ludo, and uh, he just kind of shuffles off uh, to another group separate from the others, but with more of the uh, kind of worker uh, not Formians, the really small, cute ones that I'll post pictures of in uh, social media when it's time but this goes for a while where in the hell is she I mean we've been walking for a long time you'd think she would have been part of the hive area mm-hmm. you know how royalty gets they're probably uh, an ostentiously long ostentatiously long Ost- Fuck it. A really long way to make themselves look fancy. God. So, uh, are you okay, <laughs> sir? Come on, it's ostentatiously. God damn it. Thank you, Akim. Ostentatiously. <laughs> no, <Long>. ostentatiously. <sighs> and Captain Word. Captain Word. And that does not... And uh, truth be told, I'm not Just making double. fun of you. Don't make me out of you! How much longer until we meet? Oh my god. Uh, 
it is a way further further in. She's kind of set in. It it'll all be clear when we get there. This is kind of the outskirts of the hive. Ugh, by Yerasa's word. <sighs> okay. I mean, the further we have to go, the further we're going to be away from the machinery we need to work on, right? No, th- she's actually nearer the... Oh, well, then yes. lead on. Yes, basically there's a, a, a nucleus and this is where they've expanded. Well, lead on then, I suppose. Okay, that makes Okay, so this uh, this kind of goes about the same. It branches off in places, but then eventually it descends down. It's more uh, more steep than it has been before. I don't really need an athletics check, but you know, if you if you're being careful, you can you know make your way down, and eventually the the dirt ground around you makes way to a, a very strong stony structure. And uh, someone give me a physical science check as you're making your way there. Uh, and uh, Akim use Karina's bonus because she's kind of rolling for this as well. <laughs> if she can. Or give or have her aid you. That is, that is um, linked to her rig, so I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Uh, does anyone have life science that they can roll this on? Life science? Life, life or physical? Science. You said well, physical, life. sorry. Physical science, sorry. I'm looking at the word live. Uh, I got I got 20. I, yeah. I drink and I do not I have physical things. science. That's what I do. I like you. Uh, I, I got a 20. 20. A uh, oh, wow. Uh, I think both Akim and Brasha may be a little more suited for this uh, being skullduggery and all that. Um, it's real rocky. It almost kind of feels like it's an asteroid like Occam you have your and I don't know where your secret home base is now but at one point it was definitely in uh, something like this this you know it feels very similar to that okay I'm usually in an asteroid somewhere so even even if it's in the same place it's just in a rock (laughs) (laughs) fair enough okay yeah uh, and this goes on for a little ways longer, but uh, here the the tunnels kind of look a little more uniform, a little more deliberate, uh, less random branching around. And uh, this goes on for several more minutes. Uh, Gustavo doesn't really say anything. He just kind of shuffling on. He's He's clearly made this path before. And as you go around, occasionally you'll see just a standing sentry uh, one of the medium-sized uh, not-formians will be standing there with a barbed spear and a kind of a clunky contraption at their hip. And after a while longer, you've probably walked a, a total of an hour and a half. Like, just kind of, there were winding tunnels, but now, you know, it's, you know, at tops an hour and a half. And uh, you make your way to a bit of a cavernous area. And it kind of opens up. And there are signs of life, uh, crates here and there, bits of machinery kind of piled up. You see, you know, you're, you're walking um, along it, and uh, you see that it's kind of picked apart, and uh, leads you to Gustavo leads you to a hallway where there are more 
standing sentries sporadically a little more uh, prevalent, but eventually you get to the end of a hallway and you see a metal wall. Yeah, Lemon will look at the others, um, kind of giving a raised yeah. eyebrow at the metal wall. Uh, Gustavo takes a step aside and uh, reveals the the hole. There's a humanoid-sized hole in this wall here, and uh, he outstretches an arm. I will remain behind. I have spoken with her much, but she said she wanted a private audience with you. You're a good man, Gustavo, and I thank you for leading us. Uh, and also, you know, with like six square feet of scrap metal, we could make a door for this place. But that may be part of the repairs, eh? Uh, he smiles at you. Uh, big, wolfy smile. Uh, yes, perhaps. Uh, please, uh, follow through your first left Straight on through. Follow the light. I guess we're heading in. I'm heading in. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there like a little alcove or like place where I might be able to surreptitiously place a portal out here outside of the big clunky <laughs> metal bit? Um, not really. No. And there, and like in every like nook and cranny of this place is. You know, there, there are at this point, so I'll, I'll set this area a little bit. Uh, it's less populated by the little workers and more populated by the medium sized ones, and they're more or less standing like a sentry kind of position. But you know, in where this entire way down here, once you got to this last bit, it was like every turn off had someone standing there, like definitely guarding you from going anywhere other than where you were being led. So I would say no, there isn't really a, a good spot for you to throw up a portal right here. Uh, um, I'm and still going in last. Even behind the hobgoblins? Are you hide, are you using hobgoblins as meat, meat shields? I'm not using hobgoblins as meat shields. I'm making sure <laughs> I'm in the back. Okay, that's fair. I uh, just wanted to touch base on that. And so uh, also, uh, Karina the entire way down, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she has any extra senses that you don't have but she has been clocking every turn every like she's been making uh developing a little map and it's kind of been filling it <laughs> very much like a video game <clears throat> i imagine you have a bit of a hud inside your helmet mm -hmm. so you know it kind of fills in bits and she kind of like puts a little marker uh digital marker where people uh beings are but not like any sort of like live tracking she's just kind of making right. notes yeah, there's just like a there there's a pair or a set of sensors on the front of it. Mm -hmm. Like because essentially it's uh what do you call it? A data pad, but in helmet mm -hmm. form. So it's got a camera, yep. it's mm -hmm. got a microphone, yep. uh and all that stuff. So it, it's just that. It's okay. it's not got any special sensors or anything, just normal sensors. Okay. And uh one last thing I will do, you know, as you're making your way down here. Uh, while you were sleeping, she kind of did this computer work, I guess. And uh, she's just kind of like cycling through all the known variations of insectoid alien species. And you see like, you know, these are similar, but not exactly like anything in whatever uh, uh, personal info sphere, personal data she has access to this deep into this planet, you know? 
Uh, I'd probably um, ask her at some point if they're, like, w without much hope, if uh, she's able to contact the ship. Uh, unfortunately, no, Akim. Uh, we, we, we went down pretty far, especially when we were underwater, and uh, looking at this asteroid, I feel like it may block certain signals as well. I'm very curious to see this weapon controlling device. That's... I figured I'd ask. Yes, uh, here if you need me. <laughs> and uh, you push forward. Uh, seems like it's Brasha and Lemon, followed by Tally. Yep. Uh, I think Koof, then Sig, then Akim. Sounds good to me, man. Right on. So you uh, take steps in, Brasha. You have dark vision. Everyone has some storm form of ability to see uh Occam's your your flat your data pad actually is flashlight yeah apparently uh, so does my armor so yeah my bad um <laughs> I'm still learning the system three years later four years later Christ <laughs> um <laughs> okay so yeah you step in Brasha and this area looks uh it's it's worked metal this is a hallway. These. This is a metal deck. This is. Uh, there. There isn't any power. You don't. You know. You don't see any electrical lights. Uh, you do see a, a bit of a light in the distance, a bit. But uh, this looks very much like the inside of uh, any sort of metal building. It's uh, not really cramped quarters. You, you're able to, you know, stretch out a little more. Some of the uh, tunnels kind of got a little narrow in parts. You know, a little shaving here and there of the build of the of the tunnels could do. But here, you know, you're able to st stretch out a little more. It's a little more roomy. Take your first left. The light gets a little brighter, and uh, it seems to be torchlight. Continuing in, you follow this hallway through uh, two sets of doors that are wide open and inside I need to look at my notes for the first time in a while uh, in this large chamber uh, a much larger version of this insectoid species sits in the middle uh, you see this being has a, a number of extra legs a much larger abdomen uh, sitting on an ornate hovering dais. And uh, in your heads, you hear uh, in a soft, uh, soft voice. Uh, Greetings, travelers. Welcome to my throne room. We talk or do we think? You can speak, you can speak or, or respond in 10 words. It's. Le yeah, Lemon will bow. I, I literally no. I asked that out loud. That I have no okay. idea. Do we talk or do we do we think? Uh, speaking out loud is fine. My handle of your language is not the best. It's not too dissimilar, but I find I am more easily understood this way. Please come in. I mean you no harm. And she uh, puts her arms out, and you look. Give me a perception check. Looking in here. All right, Captain. That twenty. 
Nice. It's only I'm probably gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> what's the total? That is. I got uh, a That's a twenty. Okay. Then <laughs> I'm a bonus. 29? 25. 29. 25. Okay. Uh, so you... Yeah, I heard the 12. Yeah, I just didn't want okay. to make fun of you for it. Yeah, you're good. Uh, <laughs> I will. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, uh, 12. Uh, let's let's start Let's start there. Uh, there are uh, not tiki torches, but a, a similar size flame coming from them. Uh, actually, it would probably oh, be terrible if they Nazis. were... What? <laughs> no, it's not Nazis. Where did Tiki Tor? Oh. What? Yeah. How the hell did you go yeah, from Nazi torches derail, to flames to Nazis? Oh, I remember. I, I get the white yeah, supremacist I, rally. I get it. Yeah, it God was. They it. were using Tiki torches <laughs> in a white supremacist rally. Sean, never change. Um, <laughs> because where I went after I said like tiki torches oh, no. uh, I was thinking like oh no four citronella torches surrounding this insectoid bug lady this is the worst idea I've ever had <laughs> but I'm glad that we both went different oh, my places God. No, uh, that, so, I like that one I really like that one that would be weird but I really yeah, like it's that. not they, they, the, it's the just, lady, I, just... I can't stand the mosquitoes <laughs> She's extremely maybe, quite almost racist. Maybe yeah. it's not citronella, you know, it actually keeps us away. Maybe. Uh so it's cyanide. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. I'm glad that we had this diversion because I felt like I was being way too <laughs> serious. No, no, don't ever apologize for getting a laugh in the show. Um <laughs> so there are four torches kind of equidistant around her. Uh, the, the smell is a bit incensey, uh, but nothing like overpowering. Uh, you're looking around and uh, this it's metal but it's like ornate kind of embossed metal all around her and it's a large dome structure as well and all on the walls are uh, kind of I, I say beautiful but I mean they're just kind of ornate and you know artsy uh, depictions along the walls. Think, uh, not ripping off, uh, not ripping off Egypt, but, you know, definitely in that style of, like, decorated walls and such. You see that they're all bug people. Uh, the, for the higher up, uh, scores, you see that this goes all the way up, and it seems to be a bit of a historical record. Uh, Akim, your data pad can record things. We oui, we. Oui. So you know, bear that in mind. But uh, she stands there. And storage is cheap. <laughs> uh, God, you're weird. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> there's uh, these torches. There are. You don't see any weapons of any kind. Uh, she isn't wielding any crazy scepter. She uh, she has a bit of a a, a bit of a like bit of a crown, but it doesn't look like entirely very embossed or anything like that. Uh, but she is definitely wearing uh, a, a thing around the crown of her head. Is it made from the skulls of her enemies? Uh, no, <laughs> it does not look like it's made of bone, uh, unless she uh, killed a robot and used the robot's skull to make it. No, this looks like a metal she just has the item thousand on her head 
well now that's in my head yeah <laughs> uh, but th th this is what you see uh, and she beckons you all to uh step in does anyone have initial reactions before i continue uh, I would like to look at the entryway and see if there's any indication of, like, a big sliding door, laser fields, okay, uh, like, inactive, or force fields, or whatever. I think you'd want to look more for, like, uh, uh, spears <laughs> coming out of the walls. Remember, it appears that this group is slightly technologically uh, disadvantaged. Looking for, haha, now you're in here with me, haha. Like, the I'm looking for traps. That's fair. Uh, so when you walked through the, the, there were two kind of distinct doorways and each of them had uh, what looked to be, it was definitely a sliding door, but they were open. Uh, Akim, I see that you are on roll 20 and it's not in part important that you all go there, but if you want to see it, actually I can just screenshot am it. I? I'll, I'll screenshot it. I, well, yeah. I am expressly not. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm not. Weird. It shows I'm Akim. Really not. Maybe someone's stolen your identity, the fool. No, it did that before. You were like, you messaged me at like four in the morning. You're like, what are you doing on Roll20? I was like, I'm not. Okay, so I guess I've revealed everything. Uh, and now you know the name of the alien species. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, I'll take this moment. I mean, to, I don't uh, bother looking It's not fun. Normians or not from It's Oregon? not. No, I'm... Normians are just the tiny ones. Okay. Yep. So. That's fine. So, you know, because I drew attention to it, I'll, I'll peel back the layer a tiny bit. So when making these, I wanted to make something that wasn't exactly a Formian, but I liked the idea of an anthill. So I went a little further back in the uh, taxonomy of ants, and I've named them Aculeans. Because Formian is actually got some taxonomical root words there. Um, and I just kind of, you know took it a step so, further up. Would you say these are more like Uncleans rather than... Oh, God. Rather Eric? than Antians? Yes? Never change. You are so <laughs> bad. I love, oh, my God. You're amazing. And I call them Aculeans. A-C-U-L-E-A-N. Aculean, not Antculean. I'm not... Okay, I am that bad, but I didn't do it this time. I actually went to uh, went to Latin for this. I was gonna say an Uncle Hill versus an Ant Hill, but uh... that evoked bad images. So, oh, so, thanks for bringing so you, those back. You Romuland these guys. I mean, and, and Reman, yeah, but, Romulan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Romulans came first. Remans were second. But I know where your my, mind was going. Well, no, because Romulans are literally just named after Romulus, whom after which Rome is named. Yeah, and Remans are named after Remus, which was the brother of Romulus, which was the founder of Rome. Wow, this went a fucking. I'm. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Romulus and Remus were. Hey, brothers. we smart asses to each other, and we're both right. Look at us, just mind jerking <laughs> each other off. Oh, God. I made it bad, I'm sorry. Just remember, why the hell did two alien species name themselves after, you know, brothers from... Because they also had brothers from Earth. fucking the vast. <laughs> Again. I love every part of this episode so far. <laughs> we have really... We all have really oh, hit our stride. And... My God, what the hell's wrong? Oh, okay, so uh, back to <laughs> whatever the fuck we're doing. 
Akim, as you made it, there were two distinct doorways. Uh, you, they saw that they were open. You saw the controls. You don't see any power running through here. Uh, Lemon, give me a detect magic. Um, that's yes. actually a spell. Yeah. No, I'm asking. You want do you me want to, just to roll I'm asking if you want to mysticism. I'm asking. You. Oh, okay. you want me to roll? Uh, right no, I'm actually not. Uh, I would see that as if Fair. if it was me, I would see that as rude. So okay. I'm not going to wow. do something rude. Uh, I have no problem though with um, using a mysticism skill to see if I can notice anything that would okay. be magical of nature. Yeah, the uh, that, that that I'm good with that crown. Definitely looks magical to you. Okay, yeah, I only rolled a uh, twenty-two on that. Only. So, uh, okay, yeah, you see that it. <laughs> I will not be rude enough to cast a deck magic at this time. That's fair. No, and I appreciate you making that distinction. Uh, I did not want to see that from Sean. <laughs> Whenever I see things from Sean, everything kind of goes through a different filter than if it was someone else. Oh, no. what it was the, the first Mulan gift. Damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, Mulan. I got you. Fair, 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 fair. I don't uh, like that that's the first one. The search engine optimization of that GIF has me uncomfortable. And listeners are just going to have to look themselves. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, that crown that you see is a uh, magical item. And uh, Mysticism 22... Uh, it is, um, it's basically a, uh, a, a, a telepathic amplifier. There. Makes sense for yeah. Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will bow and, uh, state greetings, uh, your majesty. I am Lemon. And then I will let the others introduce themselves in whatever foolish manner they plan to. <laughs> See, he's laughing because he knows I'm right. <laughs> I'm laughing because Rasha you're right. just does an even more ostentatious bow, sweeping the hat off of his head, flourishing. Don't you mean Onstataglirius? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> What's the fucking clown's name? Oh my god. Pennywise? No, the. Uh... Go see the Brasha. Game. His name is Brasha. Pagliacci. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brasha sweeps his hat off of his head and bows deeply and says, I am Captain Brasha of the Bizarre Encounter. It is nice to meet you. And this is my crew, and I believe you have work for us. Uh, indeed I do. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, you there, miss, madam. What is your name? Uh, me? That's Tally. She's a bit shy sometimes. She's like, okay, she's just kind of stuck in her own mind right now. Okay. So, she's... okay, let me let me get that from you. What is Tally thinking? Since you said that, I, I want to know uh, what is going on inside that uh, demonic brain of yours. Demonic brain. Well, no. Um, no. You are literally um, a demon. Tyler's like, isn't it weird? Brush has never said a last name. Hmm. <laughs> no, she's no, no. She's like, she's all right. So, 
I'm sorry, that fucking meme. Yeah, I've had to look away several times. I go back because I hear people like, oh, is this important? Nope. <clears throat> but no, Tally, you said, you know, you're you're in your head. What are you in your head about? Let's let's get that. Uh, in case you did, did, did said, uh, she is definitely nervous about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's anxious too, but she's going her mind like, you know, this is this queen spying on them? Is are they real? Are they prisoners, or are they actually free to go whenever they want, mm -hmm. or what? Okay. I guess you know she's kind of thinking about that, and it's a little consuming. Okay, and it's manifesting in such a way like you're you're kind of she's hesitant to speak up. No, she's like half paying attention. You okay. Know, sure. Uh, yeah, and and maybe a bit, maybe a bit of that. She knows it's not. I'm not good at speaking to royalty and such. So this is Brash's and Levin's. Uh, it's their background as opposed to. That's fair. Okay, so yeah, she uh, she inclines her. She's been in, like like inclining her head toward each of you. Um, Akim, do you want to give a? Hi, uh, as you said, I'm Tally. I'm sorry I did not answer. I didn't realize you'd be speaking to me first. I figured you would be speaking to them first. I, I, I guess before I continue, I should say and offer my deepest of apologies. I'm, I know I've wronged you all with my tactics of bringing you here. So I'm trying to put forth a little more courtesy than I do my other subjects so I'm sorry I greatly need outside help and when the chance came for a second group I got a little hasty and uh, in your minds like that that kind of st not stunted but uh, that's, that's kind of scattered way of speaking in your mind uh, if you want to give me a sense motive, you can, but it's kind of like she is, sounds in your head very much apologetic. She is trying to convey uh, civility. That that would be a 16 in my part for okay. sense yeah. motive. Yeah. Sure, you I'll make one. I'm suspicious of everything right now. That's Yeah, that's fair. No, she sounds sincere. She sounds like she's trying to be pleasant and this isn't, familiar to her so it's it's coming off a bit uh not robotic but a bit like it, it's difficult it's definitely difficult for her to be speaking like this uh i rolled a 24 and so you say it seems mm -hmm. almost at a place for her to be polite per se to be conversational i should say to be conversational does a 28 get me more yeah does it seem like her apology seems sincere definitely sincere for both of you uh the 28 doesn't do anything much more but like you don't sense any deception she's uh you know what i will i will say this uh, for a 20 you know it's she definitely wants to make amends and she understands that she was wrong like it's not just like she's trying to be polite to get something out of you but she also understands what she did was a violation whether that's a new revelation to her or uh, something that uh, she just, she knew she crossed that line. 
but she is definitely sincere. She is definitely trying to put the best foot forward from this point. Uh, but you do know that she is definitely on uh, the balls in your court. So that goes. I'm sorry I kidnapped you all, but you know, I want to make it up to you. So whatever you want on me this time, this go around, you want to buy the lobster dinner, go for it. It's all good. Hey, <laughs> uh, with a two. Um, let's see. You know that she is speaking in your mind and not your ear. And you know that she's I'm not throwing stupid. her voice. It's a sense motive. I, I don't know. I'm just being dumb. You, you, well, what's you, your intelligence score? <laughs> you shouted the number. So, like, I'm going to give you a, a smart ass answer. Uh, with the two, <laughs> you, you think, you think she has a, a, a gun to your face, I guess. I mean, so nothing has changed. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh, and she looks to, she kind of turns her head to you, Occam, uh, waiting for uh, any sort of introduction. And the moment passes. There are guards in here, aren't, aren't there? Nope, no, there are no guards. There is no one else in here, as per the picture I showed you. You have, I mean, you know, within oh, 50 right. feet of you are standing guards, but you don't see uh you don't see hidden ninjas in the rafters <laughs> uh the 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 dais isn't composed of 17 uh normians all holding hands that'd be pretty cool though okay but is the dais uh ex machina mm, sorry is they use ex machina mind. yeah but what are you using against use machina. Uh, okay there, okay ha ha ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Akim Razur. He is a close personal friend and advisor on this trip, uh, as well as Sieg and Gabo, our recent acquisitions. Uh, at this, you see uh, Koof's uh, already not pleasant visage <laughs> darken even further as you continue to belittle him when he fought by your side. I'm not belittling him. That's his name. Acquisition? His... Yeah. <laughs> that might be what he's taking offense at. That's fair. The Gabo part. <laughs> sure, nothing oh, at all. Oh, Gabo, but... okay. Yeah. <laughs> but That's Sig... his name. <laughs> but Sig... Sig is more or less uh, uh, wringing his hands, just standing there. Uh, very out of his depth. She, uh, the, the hive mother inclines her head a couple more times. Um, as I said, I am deeply sorry for the hurt I've caused. Uh, but if you'll permit me, I would like to show you what I could not tell you from afar. Um, I'm a mumble, I'm a mumble into the radio. I was like, don't like this. I don't trust this. This does not sound good. Does this sound like she is going to project an image into our heads or take us somewhere? Uh, she's going to project an image, not in your head. But oh, she's okay. definitely going to show you something. And pulls out a twin reel. I will say, uh, please, we will not way. have to go far, though the journey will take us. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said far the first time. Whatever, fuck it. Um, 
So above <laughs> her in the dome, uh, the symbols start to glow and uh, projecting from there in like a middle distance of the dome, you start to see a uh, video unfold. And it's, uh, she, they've had a long time to do this. So the, uh, the, the audio quality is fucking dope. And she's, uh, with your mysticism ability, you see that it's a, a form of token spell being kind of played with, uh, lights and mirrors and shit. Uh, the shit is me just hand waving some stuff, but, uh, between this dome, you see unfolding the story of a people long long away far away uh living in peace in enormous mounds basically anthills uh <clears throat> living a peaceful life time passes you know more anthills pop up on this world this world is uh at peace uh, of people that look like them the video shifts and uh, she narrates long ago very oh Christ I just can't stop ripping off Star Wars <laughs> a long ways away very far away they lived in peace on their home world this home world thrived for generations upon generations great kingdoms and great wars were fought and there was peace at times and then there was tumult um and, you know, this kind of is played out with tiny clouds of these little aliens fighting uh, insects, fighting each other. And it's like kind of a kind of a stylized thing. Think Tim Burton, but you don't hear Helena Bonham Carter or Johnny Depp anywhere. It's just visual. And this this plays out uh, and she continues. For years, our seers detected a great cataclysm would befall us. So they sent exploratory groups, volunteers, and this shows them uh, kind of rubber band flinging uh, large hunks of metal into space. Far out we were sent to seed other areas in case what the seers saw came to pass. With speaking to Gustavo, we have learned that that fear was founded in what you call the swarm. And then in like depictions of you know, devouring insects, you know, chewing up, kind of displaying what this vision, what these visions were. We were one such pod cast out and planted ourselves here many, many, many years ago. I am but one hive mother of a long line of hive mothers. For centuries, we have kept hidden, and this planet proved to be particularly helpful, and it'll shift to like the, a, a stylized depiction of a machine and then clouds swirling around. This planetoid's storm structure, atmospheric weather systems hid us to where we feel we could prosper again here. But over the last decades, 
what should have lasted for much longer has started to show signs of decay. Seismic activity within the ship, the ship, the planet's crust has dislodged and damaged parts of our colony. What I need from all of you, if you would do me the honor, is help me restore to full power this device to protect us from this scourge. We know that your kind has faced this swarm, and we know that we would be quickly overtaken. Our shared biology with them leads us to believe we have ties to them, that we may be sought out. So we would like to remain isolated while we grow our numbers. And the entire time, this is just showing uh, more stylized depictions of this planet and then uh, small anthills growing and growing as time goes by. Please, let me ask. Your colony, do you desire only isolation or do you desire growth amongst the stars? We have been in isolation for so long, I don't believe it will ever be in my lifetime that it happens but I would like to fulfill the promise of the sacrifice all of my forebearers fought and hid for and died for to one day perhaps in the future far in the future if possible we could grow to be something more than insects hiding under a rock but if we are to make those steps we will need assistance to preserve ourselves so we can expand out slowly so to answer your question isolation for the foreseeable future but one day perhaps we could break ground once again we can we can attempt to assist you and I look at the party at that but if you have desire we can also we can also attempt to assist you in growth here and beyond we come from a place where many species live and thrive we have fought the swarm and we have members that claim they came from the swarm I believe you actually have one of their species here yes, the with you. Shiren, Kodai. He has been a most interesting partner. You need not live in isolation and fear. You can become greater than you are currently, but that's only if you desire. My... No one would force you. This planet is has a lot of potential. And I would hate to see it be wasted as you simply hide underneath it. Does anyone else want to say anything? This is good. Reactions otherwise? Thank you. So, basically, I'm... Tally's just uh, just standing there listening, kind of interested in all this. Um, But, I I mean, we did 
we did already know a bit about this from talking to other people who mm-hmm. who were here and that they were hiding from the swarm. Mm-hmm. Um, although she's thinking, gee, maybe you know, I if, I guess if the Sheeran were part of the swarm and they're now independent, why don't they? Why don't she's thinking this? Mm-hmm. So maybe the 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 you know hive mother can can pick up on it. But uh, if 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 the Sheeran you know, found a way to break away, why couldn't they team up and get the that's hell fair. out of this? Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a good thought. Yeah. And so she will think that. Mm-hmm. I don't said I don't know if the hive mother is picking up you, or paying none of you attention. other than yeah no other than speech you have not uh, had any brushes against your mind of any sort of mental influence whatsoever. Okay. And uh, a, a standard, you know, common sense check would be like, you know, she she knows she fucked up with the whole invading of uh, free will, and you know, by not, you know, and I, I guess give me an, give me an intelligence check, all of you. This is kind of something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should just give this to you or not, but well, I'll, I'll make one. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Nine, not twenty, and mine. Actually, I'm not terrible. Uh, 13. Okay. Okay. Oh, that sh- becomes a 21 for me. I had like a 9. <laughs> okay. Uh, you and Akam are the same intelligence. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> there, there's kind of bonuses to this. You, you, you know that um, she's not... She's She is a queen. She is a queen of an insectoid race, of a long line of insectoid races who were rigidly controlled by a queen's, you know, this this society's desire to stay hidden, stay true to the cause, don't, you know, step out of line. So having uh, beings of free will show up is uh, the, the urge to just like, oh no, do what I say because I'm the queen because me and uh, countless scores of people like me have done it this way forever. But you know, like you're all an anomaly does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Uh, no, that does. But I mean, but I'm going to wait. Basically, I'm going to hold my tongue until mm-hmm. Lemon is done. Sure. Until the civil people who said are good at speaking. Uh, I'll hold my <laughs> tongue until then. Fair enough. I have completed what I was saying. So please feel free for others to. Bra- uh, I mean, I would let Russia go first. If Russia had anything else please. to say. Um, yeah, Brasha has kind of had, like, one hand over his mouth, kind of scratching his chin with it, you know, just kind of contemplative the whole time, and, uh, once Lemon finishes, he, he kind of, like, nods at Lemon, like, yeah, I was kind of on the same thought process, uh, uh, your majesty, uh, if I may, I don't believe it is against any of our wills to have you become uh, assimilated by the swarm I think we would all prefer you to be uh, maybe not individualistic but uh, the way that you are doing it now your people seem happy Um, and you seem to understand that so long as you are not forcibly encroaching your will upon others, 
there is no harm, no foul, as they say. Uh, perhaps uh, you and the... One second, sorry. Uh, perhaps you and the Kerensky Watanabe Corp could help further settle your planet overall, strengthen its defenses against invasions from the swarm, and start up a communications relay between this planet and those of the Pact Worlds and the Viscarium. Thus, further ensuring your safety against the swarm's invasions. That's good. Um, much of what you have said was echoed by Gustavo. He holds the Korensky and Watanabe Corporation in high esteem, and from what I've heard, I am interested, but I can't make any hasty choices. I come from a long line of people following one idea. It will take some consideration before I can declare anything. Akam, do you want to react in any way? Uh, he's specifically going to kind of stay quiet and wait until everyone is not in front of the queen to talk about what he thinks. That's fair. Uh, is there anything uh, you want to whisper to Karina? Um, no, nothing in particular for Karina. I, okay. I don't think um, there's much she can do in this situation. Okay, no, I'll just give you a chance to chat with her a little more. That's fine. So, uh, Lemon and... I almost called you Siv. Uh, Lemon and Brasha, please give me a diplomacy checks. Of course. Uh, if you want to do diplomacy, like if you want to, you know, but I feel like what you said kind of warrants it. Take it or leave it if you want. I am All right. ready. So you ready mm -hmm. for my results? Uh, my the result is I had a 30. I a bit of a low roll, so only Shut a 24. Up. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, okay. 20... Was that 24? Yeah. That's okay. That's. That's a low. That's a low. Silvertongue yeah, high five. It, yes. It was. It was an eleven. You know, not crazy. Low, okay. 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 Yeah. We are the talkie crew, not the. Yeah. Uh, and so, then the other yeah, two. Yeah, are I the kind of. Uh, think I would close off with saying, uh, uh, "Your Majesty, I'm sure you are familiar with, at least the idea of, uh, many hands make lighter work." Keep in mind that with further educated individuals, many minds can make an easier decision. And he just, uh, he gives his uh, most endearing smile towards her. Okay. Uh, I just want to point out uh, at a game, um, Congress has proven otherwise, so. No, I said educated minds. Oh. oh! Okay, so I'm gonna step up quick at the end of this conversation since they have said their piece, mm -hmm. and I'll I will toss it out there. I'll be, you know, 
Have you thought about you have a Sheeran here? They were ex you know, they were ex swarm, right? So why don't you team up with them? And I do have one other question. If you are so concerned about getting this device back in order, why are people doing other jobs? Why isn't it just the focus on that? Russia just whispers over to Telly. The same reason I don't trust you to make things on my workbench. You know, if you tell me what to do, I'm actually pretty handy. But I do look up at the queen. Uh, for both. So the, the, yeah, the, the queen and uh, her tone shifts a little bit. It's gotten a little lighter. And she says, uh, well, I still have a colony to run. There still must be work to be done. Uh, the seismic activity has damaged much. So much of the work going on that they can do is better spent with structural improvements. And as far as the Sheeran fellow, and you hear, uh, I don't know how you hear, you hear a bit of a smirk in her voice. The Sheeran and I have already bonded. We have already made decisions. That's not what I meant. That is a rather small scale. I meant on a much larger scale with the air people. I, Lemon will look at Tally and say, Remember, I know they've only met one cheer and I... they don't have a means of travel. There is no way for them to maybe we get can with help with that. With any other share, that's why I'm throwing it out there. I'm... That will be the dis- that will I be know, the decision. But I'm throwing it out the there so comes. they can think about it. But I still think that you should have everybody working on that device so they can go home, get it done, and go home to their families. I don't look happy. Yep. I I hear your tension and I accept that. Let us get a lay of let us get a handle on what needs to be done and you can see for yourself how truly close we are to being able to let everyone return home. Very well then. Let us See what needs to be done. Brasha flicks his lapels, switches back into his engineering outfit, cracks his knuckles, and says, lead on. Okay, and we will lead on next week. Same Hex time, same Hex channel, Hex Grid Heroes. Wow, things are getting revealed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hex Grid Heroes. Next week, we will be continuing the journey. But before I let you go, I want to once again shout out the Cosmopunks podcast, a UK-based Starfinder homebrew actual play podcast who I just adore. Hey, did you know you can upgrade the reactor in our ship to a toroidal series C tier by that model? No. I mean, it's only slightly exploded. Look. No. <laughs> ladies, ladies, we've got a job. Oh, thank God. I don't care what it is. Just please stop beating my engines. It's some kind of advertising job for our Cosmopunk show, it looks like. Uh, but it's got to be quick. Can't be anything longer than 50 seconds. Uh, Flyboy, set a timer for 50 seconds. No, we, we've already started. The timer's going to mean a damn thing. Oh, it'll give us a rough idea. Hang on, I didn't agree to be in an advert. Well, it's too late. You're already in it. Besides, it'll be over by the time you get your fat coyote butt out of the room. Hey, you're fatter than I am! Oh, stop arguing, you lot. I'll do it. <clears throat> Cosmopunk is a Starfinder actual play podcast focusing on character-driven storytelling. We're four friends from the UK, and occasionally more than four friends from not the UK. We play homebrew stories for the crew of the Like a Seven set in Paizo's Starfinder universe. Follow the adventures of four Eddie and Mercs as we get into trouble and the far side of space. 
you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and check us out at cosmopunk.net. Wow. That was actually really good. <laughs>